Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. The central bank has been maintaining the reserve ratios at 4.5% CRR and 18% SLR for quite a long time, despite making credit costly in terms of continuous hikes in policy rates. The internet gave us short attention spans. We preferred to like and share content instead of reading and sometimes even watching it. At Mint, we decided to come up with the Mint Primer, which breaks down the big news of today into short, quick, consumable questions and answers. On this podcast, you will find information about everything from cybercrime to RBI's new repo rates. I'm Prasad Banerjee, and this is what happened today. Today's primer is written by Jagdish Shetigar and Pooja Mishra, who are faculty at BIMTECH. Gross bad loans at banks have been declining and hit a seven-year low of 5% in September, according to the RBI's Financial Stability Report, or the FSR. Its stress tests showed that banks are capable of absorbing shocks, even under adverse situation. In this episode, we analyze that report. So what does the central bank's FSR state? While the economy is facing global headwinds, macroeconomic fundamentals and healthy balance sheets provide strength to the financial system. Capital positions of banks were strong in September 2022. The gross non-performing assets or GNPA ratio has been gradually trending downwards from 9.3% in September 2019 to a seven-year low at 5% in September 2022 while net non-performing assets have dropped to a 10-year low of 1.3% of total assets. Macro stress tests show that banks are well-capitalized and capable of absorbing macroeconomic shocks even under adverse stress situations. Now, how does the RBI assess financial stability? The RBI stress tests assess banks' resilience to exceptional but plausible stress events. Macro stress tests cover interest rate risk, credit risk, and liquidity risk and estimate the resilience of commercial banks in response to these shocks. The RBI assesses capital ratios over a one-year horizon under a baseline scenario and two adverse scenarios, that is, medium and severe. It assists in decision-making process, especially in terms of potential actions like risk mitigation techniques, contingency plans, and capital and liquidity management and help stop bank management foresee the bank's condition in stress times. Now let's come to what has been the trend in non-performing assets. The ratio of gross NPAs to gross advances fell from 5.9% in March 2022 to 5.7% in June 2022 and to 5% in September 2022 as against 9.3% in September 2019, which facilitates broad-based expansion in bank credit. Lower fresh accretions to NPAs have been a major contributor to this. Stress tests show that GNPAs may fall further to 4.9% by September 2023. And of course, there are policy measures that have helped this. The game changer was the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code introduced in 2016, which altered borrowers' behaviour drastically. Even before the IBC became effective, borrowers began lining up before lenders to repay dues. Moreover, the central bank has been maintaining the reserve ratios at 4.5% CRR and 18% SLR for quite a long time, 
despite making credit costly in terms of continuous hikes in policy rates. Of course, the post-pandemic economic revival is in no way less responsible for credit dispersal going up as well. Lastly, how can FSR be made more meaningful? The current practice of RBI assessing the situation and NPA trends does not go to the root of the problem. The RBI could start by separating willful defaults from the ones due to an investor-unfriendly environment, the latter being almost half of the NPAs. While the first category needs to be dealt with stringent laws, the latter demands reforms in archaic business laws such as labor reforms, especially in the absence of an exit policy. And that was a quick glimpse at today's front page. We'll see you again tomorrow. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.